everybody, and welcome to Yahweh Reddit, the podcast where me and my best friend are reading young adult novels from our past. My name is Laura Petro, and I'm one of the hosts. My name's Maggie Gates, and I'm the other host. <laughs> That's right, people. You've caught us uh, starting... We're in the middle of the Ugly Trilogy. Officially, we're in the middle of it, because it's technically a trilogy, but there's four books in the trilogy. We're, we, yes. we're, we're reading pretties right now, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we've just finished Uglies. We're now we're in pretties. This is going to be part one of pretties. And we're going to finish Pretties in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Exciting news to start this off. Scott Westerfield did retweet our He did tweet. retweet us. Uh, and fun plug, if you're not following Yowie Reddit on Twitter, you should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he retweeted us. We only have 19 followers right now. We will boost it up. We will boost it up, but here's the thing, too. We are planning on only following the authors that we read, so we don't think that that is <gasps> I, I do think we need to rethink that at some point. <laughs> I, I, Kim Kardashian only follows... Well, actually, Kanye only follows Kim Kardashian, and that is um, a Kanye move. And I'm gonna say, we don't want to be Kanye. <laughs> Okay, anyway, let's get back on track. So, we left off with the uglies that Tally has returned to uh, herself into the specials so she can become pretty and then take this medication that David's mother, Maddie, had made. Um, yes, to get rid of the brain lesions that um, makes the pretties mentally handicapped. No, disabled? no. <laughs> well, they're not disabled. They're It's like they, a... Yeah. Because it's like they're completely able to do things. It just almost uh, warps their brain a little bit. Yeah. It makes them happy, which Lexapro can't do, so people are on edge. They're like, we don't trust this. Exactly. Um, but we kind of open up just, uh, the surgery's already happened. Mm-hmm. Tally's already been vibing with her new pretty friends. Yeah. She's hungover AF this first scene. And she is feeling bubbly, which is a word that she drops multiple uh, Yeah. We need to talk about bubbly, because bubbly is used a lot. Oh my god. And then it starts to mean more later in this first section. Yeah. So it starts to come across as like a, oh, like that, like it's like, oh, you're, you're being cool if you're being bubbly. Yeah, it's like, that's Gucci. But then, yeah, but I, that's how I thought of it too, like it's Gucci. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then later it starts to mean like you're very present. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a whole thing. And the entire time I just keep thinking about how are they going to translate bubbly into whenever they make the Netflix TV show? Because I'm like, I don't think they can get away with saying bubbly this many times yeah. but maybe who knows it starts out as, as a Paris Hilton sort of that's hot and then it kind of grows into a Grey's Anatomy stay with me moment sure I'll give you that thank you you're welcome so we open up Tally is getting ready for this semi-formal party at the Valentino Mansion which is the oldest structure in New Pretty Town. yes the new structures have this thing where you sort of can touch walls and like find anyone you basically manifest yes. in your mind in there, but the Valentino Mansion, you can't do that. This old mansion. Yes. So basically, Shay has come to Tally's room, and Tally doesn't live in this old mansion. She just lives in a normal building. I assume she lived on the floor up. Shay did. Like they have the same situation like us. They all have studios. And oh room. yeah, that's kind of what I pictured too. I, but I, I, later it said that they were in different buildings. Oh, okay. I think. But anyway, Shay comes over, and they're just absolutely like gushing about like the the Crims, which is the group that uh, Tally's trying to get involved with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Shay's like, "Oh my God, Tally! Of course they're gonna make you a Crim because like you have the most biggest record of all of us." Yeah, and it turns into them. Uh, it turns into like a, it reminds me of like a you know early two thousands dress montage things. They have to tr- they they find out that the attire for the party has changed. Yes, it reminded me very much of Clueless. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, they they have to now go to a 
costume party instead of a semi-formal party. Because the closet makeup of this is, it literally is clueless. You tell this robot, like, what you want, and it puts things together, and you can be like, mm, that ugly outfit. Yeah. Or that bubbly outfit. Exactly. And it took the, takes them forever, and then they decide to go with Smokies to yes. the parties, and that's something a crim would absolutely do. Yes, because it's updated from semi-formal to criminal, to costume. and they freak out. And um, also during this, Shay comes and she has these like di- those diamonds. Oh yeah, shirts. she just got. Oh my gosh, when they first started saying it, like they were talking about surge, and it took me until they actually explained what surge was, and it's yes. an abbreviation for like surgery. And it sounds like the the, the pretty people uh, just always are getting cosmetic surgeries done, mm-hmm. which is like very real today because so many people just get like fillers and all these other things i was just gonna bring that up because i was reading an article before i came over here about like why this is a very important time for this to be made and yeah it's, it's because instagram face is such a right thing. and like the instagram face didn't exist in what like 2007 when this book was written yeah uh and it's so weird to feel like how more relevant this book is now <laughs> it's really sad because it feels like alongside there's such a uh, gap in things right now. We have like body positivity, yeah, which is like be yourself, but also we have that like whole hyper. You're not good as yourself. Yeah, it's really. It's, it's so. Oh gosh, I could go on and on about Instagram face and body image things that we're still being force fed. Because it's like half trying to fix it, but like half not. I know it's so. Weird. It's so fucking weird. So they head over to Valentino Mansion with Paris and Fosto. Oh, I forgot his name. Nameless, wordless Fosto. Yeah, and they're going as fire? They yes. They have on a bungee they're, jacket. And they put sparklers in their, on, hairs. in their hairs. And I forget what their actual costume was, but they were... And Tally's, like, freaking out. She's like, oh my god, they're not going to vote me in for criminal, even though I'm literally the face of an uprising. So yeah. she goes with her sweater from the smoke, and she's, like, touching it, and she's like, why are memories happening? Yeah, Tally's, like, brain is in, like, an absolutely, like, pretty fog this entire time. Um, and it's, it's so, uh, something I did write down is, like, how tonally different this book already started and, like, yes. was, but it was still so engaging. It, you can really tell that it is from a different point of view, but the yeah. same point of view. Exactly. He did such a good job of being, like, Tally is completely different, but somehow still the same person. Yeah. And it was, uh, so well done. Good job, Scott Westerfeld. So, they head to Valentino Mansion, they go in. Yeah, Tally's like, I just want to be a crim. You know, seems like there's different costumes, someone requisitioned angel costumes, which is important. If you requisition something, it's basically like Amazon. You gotta, like, put it in order oh, a while ahead of time. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, the biggest thing at this party is, like, Tally in her days, out of the corner of her eyes, feels like she's being followed by somebody who's dressed as a special, mm-hmm. but with a wolf mask on. Yes, and if we recall in the uglies, Tally wore a mask when she was hiding as an ugly, so we have to assume it's an ugly or smoky. I was really hoping it was David. I was also really hoping it was David, um, but yeah, spoiler alert, she ends up following this person because she's so distraught by the image of this, this you know, fake special and yeah, she can't get her mind off it, and at the same time, Zane, Zane like meets her out on the terrace and is asking about the smoke because he's clearly dying to leave this place. Yeah, and uh, she sees the hooded figure at the same time when he's talking to her and chases him into the emergency stairwell, and then like gets like two words into talking to him, um, and and like finds out it's Croy, not David. 
Yeah. Uh, and, like, that was a twist. I was like, oh, it's David. And then it was Croy. And they, they don't get, like, two more words in because, like, already, like, specials are, like, barreling up the stairs to come break this up, mm-hmm. which is, like, scary to think about. I would That they it. were, like, watching that closely. Yeah. It's insane. So, um, Croy takes off running and he jumps off the bal- balcony. And as the alarm's going off, Tally kind of reaches for Paris because he requisitioned bungee jackets long ago. And she throws them both over the balcony, which really stressed me out because we don't know if two people can survive. We don't know if two people can survive a bungee jacket thing. And so she's, like, holding on to Paris as they're, like, falling down this building. Mm -hmm. He ends up kneeing her in, like, the face. Yeah. And, but, like, Tally's, like, on a mission because she, it's, it's so well explained that I don't think I can do it justice. So it's, like, she both needs to, like, see what Croy actually wanted, but also wants nothing to do with him at the same time. Yeah. And that's, it's so, again, very well written. I'm doing a hard job of explaining it, but, like, that is the entire aura of her feeling right now because she still is, like, chasing Croy as he's, like, about to, like, fly down the river. And Homegirl clearly has a concussion. Oh, my God. She is bleeding. I was viewing through her point of view a tunnel vision. Yeah. It's so funny. And he's like, all right, Tally, like, uh, and he, he's with another ugly. He's like, okay, I need you to remember something. I left something for you and Valentino 317. Can you remember that? And she's like, uh-huh. And he's like, okay, I have to go because, like, already, like, wardens are coming. And, mm-hmm. and then, like, he just disappears. And then, like, the um, medics come and they spray new skin on her. I hated that. I hated that image so much to think you can spray skin on people and it'll just regenerate. It's, that's insane. It's terrifying. And for some reason, at this same moment, the image of that girl who put Gorilla Glue in her hair is coming up. Oh my god. Kind of the opposite. I'm like the opposite, the opposite of that. Direction. I forgot about the Gorilla Glue in her hair thing. I hope she's okay, though. That's So terrible. Tally experienced the pro of having Gorilla Glue hair. Yeah. And Chris and... catches up and, you know, it's, it, she is bleeding, but he's like, Oh my god, keep that scar. You look so bad. Yeah, and she's like, okay, I need to go home. A lot just happened. I'm not going back to the party. And then she, like, wakes up the next morning from, like, a bunch of, like, voicemails. And, like, the crimps just voted her into the group without her being there. Oh, I mean, she jumped off a balcony. They thought she was badass. They're like, oh my god, she's such a crim still. She jumped off of a building. (laughs) She jumped off of a building. She slept with a concussion. She's doing badass shit. And And she's hungover still, yeah. (laughs) I can't imagine. It seems like all New Pretty Town is one hangover. Yeah. And then you start drinking at 4 p.m. Yeah, and it's so funny because I remember I wrote down first, I was like, can't they just get rid of hangovers in the surgery? And then, like, two pages later they mentioned, like, they had the technology to get rid of hangovers, but they just didn't give people that luxury. <laughs> I mean, it's another way of probably just maintaining control yeah, and power. Yeah, I would, I would uh, assume because then people would just be drunk all the fucking time. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. If you can get a hangover, how would you, like, at least microdose a little bit of beer yeah. every now and then? Keep, like, That's one so in your pocket in a small snack baggie. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get one of those uh, hats with the straw and the two cans, and you can just walk around with it. That would serve such a dual purpose, because <laughs> you can bike places. It's a helmet. Oh, my God. And you can drink beer. Do you think that they get caught for DMs? I honestly feel like in New Pretty Town, they don't drink beer. That is true. It's always champagne. It's always champagne and probably other fancy wines. And honestly, if White Claws existed when this book was made, it would be White Claws all the time. Do you think Special Circumstances cares about DUIs? No. <laughs> no, there's literally a garden just for people to fuck in. There's multiple. Like, they don't give a shit. 
about DUIs. You thought Florida was lawless? <laughs> well, wait till you see New Pretty Town. Uh, oh but but Zane gives her a call and is like, let's get breakfast. Zane thirsty left three voicemails. Oh my god, he would. I know. Um, so and look, we we start to see more of of Zane. You know, um, we do need to talk about this because Maggie and I have been going back and forth because Zane's physical description is so different from a normal pretty. Yeah, and they emphasize that a lot. It seems like he has a very hollow face. Yeah, like I feel I get very like poet hipster vibes from him. I know. Unfortunately, when they said hollow face, I was like, he looks anemic. I could fix him. <laughs> That's my type. Well, because like it is said that like Zane like explicitly like you know like eats less and like drinks tons of coffee, so he kind of has this like wired gritty look to him. Is there no anxiety in this world? No, their brains are fixed. Remember. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so, you know, he's still, like, apparently, like, super pretty, but almost, like, a haunting pretty is how I pictured it. I cannot picture him. I just honestly yeah. keep thinking of Zayn Malik because I can't, I cannot make a picture because of him. Because his name is Zane. What do you um, think he looks like? I honestly picture him as, like, a cross between, like, Penge Badgley and Cole Sprouse because they kind of have that, like, scrawny muscular thing. Ooh. And Cole Sprouse does have those, like, hollows from his eyes because he smokes cigarettes. And because he's just never he's also so hot, yeah. He and he also, so and hot. it's like, and also, like, Cole Sprouse has that kind of vibe where it's like he is famous but he doesn't care that he's famous. Have you seen his Instagram where he will take photos of people taking yes. photos of him. And, like, I feel like Zane in Another World would do something like that. Oh, absolutely. What if Cole Sprouse plays Zane in the TV <gasps> version of this? Do you think they'd cast it? But I have no idea if they'd cast for he pretty Zane. really good. He'd be a good Zane. That is I feel like idea. he has, like, a great attitude, like, attitude for Zane. I'm mostly just pissed off because Zane is, like, the PETA equivalent, and I, I feel oh, like Oh, Zane will, is a PETA! That's such a good way of putting it. I feel like Tally will end up with him, and you, I was team PETA, I will admit. Oh my god, what? I was team Gale. I, I literally did not remember his name. I, uh, uh, I always thought her and Gale were gonna get back together, and they never did. It made me so sad. Why? Uh, we'll get into it when we get to Hunger Games. But <laughs> I think David's more interesting than him. Anyway. Well, I, I think David is better than Zane. Oh, for sure. But I always thought Gail was better than Peta. And Zane finally wears her out, and she agrees to get breakfast, and they go on a picnic. They which, go to a picnic to a pleasure garden. Which is a very important detail because they can't be in a building, so they can't be tracked. Like, yes. special circumstances cannot hear their conversation. Exactly. And so, Zane starts to, uh, like, all Tally wants to do with this breakfast is, is eat. eat. And I think that is so funny to just, because she, like... She, like, will talk about her past, but she doesn't like to because I think it, like, hurts her brain almost trying to, like, remember all of the details that she don't exist anymore. She has trauma. Yeah. And, and Zane, like David, wants to trauma bond. Uh, well, not really because Zane doesn't have much trauma, it sounds like. That is true. He's just trying to get it out Zane, of Yeah, Zane, it's very clear that Zane just, like, wants information from Tally. Big things we learn in a few pages. Zane was friends with Shay before, when they were uglies. Yep. Zane actually was the one who convinced Shay and all of their friends to go to the smoke, but Zane chickened out shortly before his birthday. Yes, and he knows this because Tally's like, oh, I did know the guy who jumped off the balcony. His name's Croy. And he's like, I know Croy. And weirdly also, somebody had hacked into the system for the semi-formal party and changed it to criminal outfits. So I feel Costume like party. All the criminals, the crims decided to go as criminals. No, it was... No, it was a custom because there was angels there. He said... But he said that somebody hacked the system and... To change the attire. 
Was it not for everyone? No, and it was just from it went from semi formal to costume party. But people showed up in lumberjack outfits. Yeah, it's not a criminal costume though. That's just a normal costume. Are we sure? There was angels there. Uh, we never asked about Johnny Appleseed's history. <gasps> uh, but anyway, yeah. So they changed it from semi formal to a costume party. <laughs> yes, and we learned that Zane chickened out. He got the operation, and after this trauma bonding. Well, it's not again. It's not really trauma. They go in for a kiss. <laughs> And after the kiss, can you imagine getting swung this hard? Tally says David. Yeah, Tally (laughs) calls him David after this kiss. And it's like this entire time I'm also thinking like, we've just kind of learned that Zane is like pretty much indirectly responsible for all of the shit Tally had to go through. Wait, how do you mean? Because he's the one who convinced Shay to go to the smoke. Mm. And if he never had done that, Shay wouldn't have tried to convince Tally to go to the smoke. Like, he is like the indirect flame that started this whole thing. I guess. I don't like Zane, but I feel like I can't hold that against him. I mean, it's like, I, yeah, no. It's just a detail we should pay attention to. I do love the idea of to keep her bubbly, which means, like, focused. Every time she just grabs food, he just, like, snaps her. Yeah! Like, no. it's, we learned that to, like, stay bubbly, like, a good thing you should do is, like, not eat a ton and just be, like, super caffeinated. And, and also yeah. eating calorie purgers on an empty stomach. It's not super well explained, but it's just, like, it helps them keep focus. Yeah. Other than, like, it, it almost diverts their pretty brains, which are always, like, let's have fun, let's drink, let's eat food, let's have sex. Like, those are, like, it, it's pretty much, like, feels like a pretty brain is just, like, basic needs. Uh, always. <laughs> yeah, he goes, no food, here's these pills that make your heart beat faster. Which, yeah. Is that a, oh, I guess you said it. No anxiety. Yeah. And he's, like, ah, uh, a salmon kissing, which again pathetic of Zane to trick Tally into kissing. Oh him. my god, yeah, it's it's weird because it's like the entire time I'm like, does Zane actually like Tally? I cannot figure. I it cannot out. figure it out, and I'm really excited for us to keep reading and figure that out. Because yeah, she's like, wait, um, and then, did you kiss me to get answers of Wu? And he's like, does this answer your question? And then he kisses her, and she's and like, it's like, no. no. <laughs> and like, poor Tally just thought like they were gonna fuck in this pleasure garden, and they don't. Um, yeah. but that's what she basically confides in Zane, like, hey, you know, here's everything I know, mm-hmm. and Zane is smart. I'll give Zane this. He is smart. He is onto that something has changed about every single person that's gotten this pretty surgery. Oh, yeah. Like, he proposes a question, why did you come back to the city? Think. And she's like, I don't know. Yeah. What's wrong with me? And he's like, it's wrong with all of us. Exactly. And so, like, yeah, I'll give Zane that, that Zane is, like, the only pretty to be, like, onto the whole, like, something is really different about all of us. His one redeeming quality that's his one redeeming quality and at the end of the chapter is when tally after they kiss and she says david um she is like croy left me a bag in valentino 317 let's bounce and then so you guessed it they bounce uh (laughs) you guessed it no spoiler here they They bounce. bounce uh they run back to valentino they leave their interface rings in the pleasure garden tied to a tree that's also very smart it's very smart of him so like as like the wind blows it'll look like they're fucking uh, <laughs> as the rings move along this blowing Special circumstances tree. will be like, damn, three hours. Homeboy uh, has endurance. They're checking their watches like, nice. <laughs> they go back and forth debating like, well, do we check in? <laughs> nice. Unless. <laughs> what? Uh, no, no, that wouldn't be professional to like watch. Uh, no, I would never watch somebody have sex. <laughs> um, uh, unless. 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 Um, 
cast us as uh, specials who monitor the pleasure garden <laughs> in the Netflix reboot, please and thank you. If this series <laughs> blows up, a really fun sketch would be like us, the specials, trying to decide whether we watch people in the pleasure garden. <laughs> so, um, they anyway, they, they run to the Valentino mansion. Yeah, they sneak in while everyone after partying is asleep. and There's just cups everywhere. There's cups everywhere. It's trash. It's a English-British-level skins party, and the only numbers are 315 and 319. Yeah, they go up to the third floor, and they're like, well, yeah, where's 317? And Tally's like, oh, can we just eat? And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, all Tally's like, I just want to eat food. I am so hungover. <laughs> I know, like, okay, Mr. Feeder Fetish, keep your girls um, eating, I guess. And then they decide to, they realize they're like, oh my god, this is a trick. Like, they're, this is a test. They have to go out a window on the third floor and climb up to the roof. Yes. Uh, because which, there used to be a room there, but they got rid of it to put in an elevator. Yes. So Tally remembers, oh my god, the roof. Like, yeah. they had at the end of the Uglies where they go in to save everyone from the special circumstances. Yeah, through the elevator shaft on the roof. Uh, so they, you know, they shimmy themselves up onto the roof. They find, you know, this little shed, which is the elevator shaft. Uh, area, it's padlocked. And it has words scratched off that did say Valentino 317. Yeah. And, okay, Tally remembers keys at this moment, that keys are a thing. <laughs> she has to explain what keys are to Zane, because they don't have them in New Pretty Town. <laughs> I think that's so funny. It's so funny. And she's like, we need to find the key. Uh, if I was a key, where would I be hidden? And they're like, it has to be someplace like accessible from this location. This is another test. And then they see a transmission tower on the roof, and Tally's like, we need to go up there. And how I imagined it was just this triangle, like those yeah! phone triangles. Yeah, like those phone triangles, yeah. And I got stressed. I got stressed because... It's weird that they both climb it. I, why, like, yeah. why didn't just one of them? That but, makes sense. Like, I mean, I guess if someone was spotting you, they would probably die if you fell on top yeah. of you, too. But, like, I don't know. When you want someone at the bottom yeah, to I don't better. know, but also it's like maybe this thing can, will crumble under the weight of two people. I kind of imagine since they went on separate sides, they were, like, holding hands, shimmying up it. And I... I, I didn't... I just imagined, like, jungle gym-style climbing. No, in mine, they were floating, holding hands. <laughs> Okay. Well, everything's open to interpretation in the world of literature. Yes. Uh, but they climb. Tally, big fall. She big falls fall. down, grabs onto a cable, and you can feel it. She grabs onto the cable. She's falling in her hands. Slip down with the force. Almost, so she just gets rug burned. Like, cable rug burn on her hands as she, like, her grip just slashes down this cable. Yeah. And, like, I could feel the the the, uh, the sharpness of that on her hands. I could, too. I could, like, see myself yeah. looking at my hands, and they're just red, and I hurt for her. But Ugh. she plays it off cool. Zayn like, are you fine? And she's like, gotta get this key. She climbs right back up there. She climbs right back up, gets the key. Zayn still in disbelief yeah. by the time she, she hits she the She climbs floor. down, and she's like, hurry the fuck up, buddy. I want to get some food. <laughs> Yeah, because, again, it's probably been three hours. Yeah, and so they get the key. Uh, they realize, like, at this point, people have probably seen us on this, like, tower. Um, so we should, like, hurry it up. They they open the shed. Well, she opens she the opens shed. She opens the shed while Zane's putzing his way down the cell phone tower. And he goes, gee, thanks for waiting for And me. she's like, no problem, stud. I'm kind of confused about what this looks like. I thought it was a room, but there's, like, graffiti everywhere. Is it just an elevator shaft? I th I pictured it as almost like it's, uh, like, the top of an elevator shaft. So, like, in this room, like, there would be, like, the entryway to the whole elevator. But okay. I also just pictured, like, this was, like, an old, like, almost, like, utility shed on top of this building. 
And I have two questions about both this elevator shaft and the uglies. Is when you were reading it, did you like picture a legitimate elevator? Because I pictured them just like, um, like falling on top of an elevator. And then what would happen if the elevator moved up and down? Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought about that too. So, because I pictured it's like an opening in the middle of the ground and then you climb down and the elevator is just in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess when G will have to paint it out for us in his Netflix series. Um, but yeah, so this room. I don't know, I'm so weird. I thought this room was really pretty because it's, like, abandoned and it has a bunch of, like, really old memories about a bunch of other people that used to rendezvous in here from, like, centuries past. Yeah, I pictured, like, initials that people like, Yeah, like, there's, like, initials there and other, like, random things. And in the leather bag are two pills. Yep, she finds a leather pouch. We know we left that part out. Yes, the one that Croy left there. Yeah. And there are the two pills to help her remember things. And the note, the pack that she wrote with herself being like, you will turn ugly again, so help me God. Yeah, it was basically like she had to read her own letter to herself, but she didn't remember it. Should we read the letter? If you want to. I feel like it's kind of long. There was only one section in it that really um, stuck with me. Yeah, let's read the part that is important. Okay, so the one that like really hurt, <laughs> really hurt me but was literally at the end when she said, the good news is there's a cure. That's why David came and got you, to give you the pills that will fix your brain. I really hope you remember David. He's a good guy, even if he had to kidnap you to get you here. Trust him. It might be scary to be out here, away from the city, wherever the new Smokies are hiding you, but the people who gave you the lesions will be looking, and you have to be kept safe until you're cured. And then Zane says, looks like there's been a change of plans because David never came. Oh, yeah, and, like, we learn a lot here because, one, they were supposed to take her back to the smoke. Like, that was the original plan in the last book. Yeah. So now something has changed that, one, David didn't come to get her. Two, she was not taken back to the new smoke and just, like, given this letter instead. So, like, a lot has happened that we will hopefully get answers to because I've got questions at this point. I have, too. I really hope that David, like, isn't mad at her. Yeah. But also, his dad died because of Exactly. Her. So I'm sure, like, David isn't happy, but Tally's, like, kind of, again, in this, like, very weird headspace of, like, one, she doesn't remember writing this letter. And she has just learned, like, a lot all at once that there's lesions in her brain, that she's agreed to take uh, drugs that she does not remember. And might leave her brain damaged or brain dead. Yeah. And Zane, little Mr. Adventure guy, is like, let me take the pills. Yeah, because they realize, like, they hear a hover car above them, and they're like, we are running out of time. And, like, Zane starts eating the letter that she wrote, because he's like, we need to get rid of this. They will find it. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty, smart. pretty smart. Zane's smart. We'll give him that. Uh, I really do admire and can connect with Zane on the fact that he just wants to take random pills, which, like, okay, I'd probably do this. Honestly, thing. like, the one thing I will do about Zane is Zane is, like, he has a ride-or-die attitude. He's, he really like, does. He really does. Um, but, yeah, so Tally's, like, kind of in this, like, freak-out mode, and Zane's super excited because he's, like, this is, I knew something was up, and I've just learned that this is true, and he's like, Tally, you need to take those pills right now because the specials are on their way. And she's like, I don't want to take these pills. Like, yeah. I just want to be pretty and, like, go to a party tonight. And he's like, then I'll take the pills. And she's like, well, I can't let you take the pills. And then he's like, okay, well, then you take the pills. And she's like, I can't. So they split them. So they split them. And then they just start, like, making out. 
Yeah. Aggressively. And then... I mean, they're riding a high. Honestly, like, on like specials will come in and be like, whoop, they're fucking in here, gotta go. How I see it is they, the, whatever, the capsules that they took is like Adderall. She has no food in her stomach, and Adderall always makes me super horny. Oh, I just saw that they were just like kind of like doing that, one, because they're horny, and two, because they need to create a diversion of like, we didn't come up here to take pills, we came up here to like, fuck. Oh, yeah, I mean that too, but also, <laughs> it's the Adderall. Uh, yeah, and so, and that's where we leave off with part one. Yeah. They're, they're getting it on while the specials break down the door. Pretty hot. Pretty hot. I kind of started the next, uh, part in it. I I haven't started it yet. Okay, well then, no spoilers. No spoilers, because you guys have to tune in next week. I'm excited to talk about it, though. Um, so, as we always do, we we end our episode with top five. Top five. And for this episode, we are doing... Top five reasons we don't want her to fall in love with Zane. We're, we texted about this pretty much immediately when we both started reading this part. Yeah. Because it was all of a sudden, like, this new guy is interested in Tally, and it's not David. Tally even has a dream at one point where, like, David rescues her from, like, a tower and he's a princess. And again, all it does is make us miss David. We, oh we really just miss David. I cl- Shit, I close my eyes and see David. Oh my god, I close my eyes and see David. Gun to your head, who does David pick? <laughs> So, uh, he picks this podcast, so you can rate and review it on iTunes. I did take out five ads on Craigslist. I'm Uh-oh. pretty sure I already said that last time. Oops. Uh, but anyway, let's do our top five. Maggie, what is number five? All right, this one's kind of arbitrary, but very simple. He does this weird thing that we did not touch upon, where he will rank things in Helens. Milla Helens. Milla Helens, which is like Helen of Troy. She, you know, the face that launched a thousand ships. Uh, basically, mm. it's like. Massey Block's gossip points. Oh my god, that's such a good comparison. Where, yeah, it doesn't result in It doesn't, like, the scale changes constantly. There's no, like, nobody knows what, like, a million millihelens versus, like, ten millihelens, like, what is the, what what makes it better? He gives someone five millihelens. Yeah. I swear to god. I think he gave, I think he gave the bungee jump, like, six hundred millihelens, but, like, it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. And he's the leader of the Crims. Why do we let him get away with this? Oh, my God. Well, he's the leader, so he can. Oh, God. Well, number four is, um, oh, we feel like he's using her. We just, like, yeah. something about his vibe, it just feels like he, because he keeps saying, like, oh, I, like, I've been waiting for someone like you. And it's just like, but, like, you don't want her. You want someone that just has her information. Exactly. Where it always felt like David was just kind of like infatuated with Tally. For Tally. And, and just admiring her. Yeah. Like, her number one fan. Exactly. Like Z- David liked Tally because she was Tally. Zane likes Tally because she went to the smoke and has a bunch of stories that will figure her out what he wants to do with his brain. Yeah. It's like being interested in her in a different way. David had no gain from being interested in her. And he just wanted to fuck. He just wanted to fuck. And Zane also wants to fuck, it sounds like. And but let's see who she fucks first. Who <laughs> Gun your head. Who does she fuck first? Uh, Uh, Number three is... uh, Oh, God. This would get under my nerves. He keeps flexing about how many people he's fucked in the pleasure garden. Yeah, twice. Twice within probably ten pages of each other. He emphasized... That, you know, he's been to the Pleasure Garden his fair share of time. He also says something really fucked up, and he's like, this is how I get information out of people. Yeah, and it's just like, buddy, don't say that. She was, like, literally being like, I'm gonna have sex with this guy because it's about time I've been here a month. Yeah. And he's like, I've brought so many people here to get, to get them to tell me things. And it's like, what? That's gross. I love hearing that from someone who has a crush. 
Oh my god. Uh, number two, okay. Uh, he, he keeps making Tally take these calorie purges. Uh, which, you know, we understand the calorie purgers are to keep her brain sharp and focused. And it's Adderall to keep her on edge to fuck. I don't think it's Adderall. She is an edgelord now. Maggie thinks it's Adderall. <laughs> I will constantly digress that and not agree. Uh, but anyway, so he keeps making her take these calorie purgers, which we understand is to keep her brain sharp. Mm-hmm. But the connotation of taking calorie purgers makes it sound like he just wants her to stay skinny. And that's why it gets under my skin. I I wrote that same thing. Yeah. I wrote a joke about how he has, like, a feeder fetish. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's weird because it's like, we know it's not supposed to be that, but it absolutely comes across as that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's hard. Um, And then, obviously, the first one, you probably figured out. Oh, he's not David. He's not David. He's not David. Oh, my God. I can name a thousand things about Zane not being David. The number one thing is that he's just not David. And I can make a top five things about David right now. I feel like he would rock boot-cut jeans. That's the the reason he's cool to me. (laughs) That's the first thing you're putting on the list. You know what? It popped into my head, and my mom says, follow your gut, so I wanted to say I love that. Yeah. I mean, he probably would look good in boot-cut jeans. He's getting his little ugly body. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, that is it. We finished Pretty's Part 1. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for part two. Me too. Yeah, part three. I'm excited to keep reading this series. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you for tuning in as per usual. Uh, I think I left this out of the last couple episodes. Follow us on Instagram. Oh my God. Yeah, we were uh, really excited to start We're just this. so excited that we're just so excited to keep going. Uh, at Maggie and Laura on Instagram. Follow us there. At Yowie Reddit on Twitter. Follow us there. If you haven't, and if you could, rate us. Rate us, review us, tell people that you're listening to this podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. The The more people that are listening, the, the more stuff we'll get to do with this podcast. Yeah. And we'll get to keep going. And we're really excited about it. Uh, we hope you're excited about it. Uh, we hope you're not, like, hate listening to it. That would make us so sad. <laughs> that would. But we do have the haters and the phonies out there. Oh, my God. We love the haters and the phonies. The but we, almost, we also just prefer the ride or dies. Uh, I agree. uh, Yeah, but that's it for this episode of Pretties. We will see you next week for part two. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.